Hey, everybody, Jeff Mason, Simple Biz 360 podcast, simplebiz360.com, and a book by the same title, Simple Biz 360 Timeless Business Tools. We hope everybody's doing well today, and uh, we just want to invite you to another quick fun episode, another challenge. So, hey, before we start, a couple shout-outs. Dietz, Matt, Behind the Glass here in St. Louis, Half Coast Studios. Are these guys great or what? Episode 103, the sound is crystal, the visuals crystal. Look at a pop of that color, huh? Purple on fuchsia. It's like great, right? I mean, these guys are awesome. So thank you so much, gentlemen. And, hey, if you want to subscribe to the show and you haven't done so yet, Come on, take a ride with this. Let me be the captain for a little while for this 10-minute coffee trip, right? I got my coffee. Just grab a cup, take a ride with this. Go down to the lower right-hand portion of your screen if you're looking at us, and you can just uh, hover over that little cursor or cur hover your cursor over that little favicon, and boom, take you to YouTube. you got to be signed in. You can subscribe on YouTube, and you'll just get this podcast every Thursday morning when it comes out, and you'll be part of the family. And, uh, hey, if not, you want to listen? Uh, I think, uh, guys, we're up uh, to 20. Mr. Producer, are we up to 27, I think, uh, audio platforms? I'm pretty sure that's where you are. You know, I, I love calling Dietz Mr. Producer sometimes. Maddie's sitting in there going, hey, you talking to me? What? So uh, these guys are great. They're wearing headphones. They're cued in. Um, I'd like to engage them a little more uh, back and forth in, in, you know, episodes 103 through 200. So we'll see what we can whip up. But today is the task challenge. And ISR is our acronym, Identify, Streamline, and Respect. So, hey, let's dip back to episode 81. Do you guys remember that episode where we talked a little bit about weight-bearing loads? We did a little skit. We had a mannequin. We had a bunch of weight-bearing load lanyards that went over the guy, and we did that uh, over that you know mannequin a couple times, seven times, I think. And we really tried to emphasize, hey, you've got certain things that you do that you could transfer to your own set of shoulders rather than give it to the customer to do because that's just going to anger them. That's just going to get them upset that they've got too much on their plate. So this whole challenge is about trying to identify some things. And, and really what we're looking to do here is help you crystallize the way you process business, right? How can you streamline these operations? How can you monetize easy and user-friendly, right? We've heard that term user-friendly for a long, long time, but let's talk about it. How can we monetize that? How can you turn that in to a marketable, um, unique selling uh, point. Let, let's talk about that. Uh, welcome, you know, welcome today to this challenge. It's going to try to uncover it. So let's talk about first the identification process. What are you going to try to identify? Well, I suggest the following. Take out a piece of paper, take out a spreadsheet, whatever you want, and just have two columns. You, meaning you, the company, and the customer. What do you want to assign and you're going to you know try to determine what the customer is going to be responsible for in terms of input and what you're going to be responsible for and then you plug in the what okay what is it that we're talking about you know what are the business functions that you do that requires somebody to to accomplish it so if you're an online company and you've got an online um, process and the customer is going to or, uh, order from you. Well, you've got to make sure that that what you want them to do is listed there. And, and, you know, you want, in this case, you want them to do it and not you. But there's another level to this task. If you're, if you're identifying them to do certain things on the website, 
it's up to you to make them as user-friendly and as easy as possible so that you've really shouldered most of the hard work and you're, make, you're repackaging it to them as a call to action they have to do, but you're making it really easy. All right, I, I, um, I officiated a wedding, my cousin's wedding, about a couple of years ago out in Oregon. And I uh, said, so, well, how, how do I do this? Well, you go, to, you, know, you go to this website and you go to the website and here's how you become an ordained minister. I was like, oh, okay. So you get on the website and you go on there and it says, here are the five steps to become an ordained minister. Okay. Went through one, two, three, four, five. Boom. Got my documentation. $39 later, got my documentation. I'm now clergy for the next year. But it was so simple. Boom, 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 boom. Everything was easy. It's, you know, they spelled it all out and it just went, uh, it, you know, went rapid fire. So again, plug in the what you want these people to do, your customers to do, and what you want to do. Plug in the when, when, it, when is it that this needs to be done, and then how to do it. And if you can kind of identify that, the who, the what, the how, the when, that will be so beneficial to this, pro this process of trying to, um, you know, make tasks easier and streamline your business. Then streamline. Okay, how do you streamline it? Well, install clear instructions. Now, this is a point, um, I just was, uh, I can't think, I was just on something the other day online and it was really fuzzy and it was really kind of annoying because you didn't know if you were doing it right or if you were doing it wrong. It, it, wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't carry with you. I can't remember for the life of me what it was, but I, I meant to write it down. I didn't, sorry. But, you know, there's a lot of times in our life when we go into these um, purchase modes or we go into interaction modes with other companies and we don't clearly understand the instructions. So I say, if you're going to do something, model after that, you know, uh, ordained minister website, tell the customer they're about to engage in a seven-step process to get what they want. And then list the seven steps. Step number one, here's what you need to do. Boom. Select your size. Boom. Select your color. Boom. You know, is it, you know, and you go on through that, you know, this, this um, wall canvas here, easiest thing in the world to order. I mean, super simple. I get it formatted with a little bit of bleed on the side so that when I take it to the um, canvas company, it's like a three-step process. Now, they don't number the steps, but it's very easy. Well, actually, they do. They have number one and number two. Um, pick, select a photo. They have a little you know, section over on the right when you're on the website, and you can see it. You know, it just says select your photo, and it says this device or the internet, and you say this device. And so I go and I get my photo, and I lay it in there, and I've already picked what dimension I want it to be: 18 by 12, 12 by 12, 24 by 24. You know, whatever. I picked a 24 by 24 for this canvas. I get, grab my picture, I lay it in there says okay i say okay it says you know 37.95 i say 37.95 says hit button and proceed to cart and man that's it i mean it couldn't be simpler so they you know it's an easy process where whereas it could be a complicated process for people so again just try to step by step your customers through the process more elaborate um, purchases more elaborate things that you're involved in it, it's going to require more of a you know, um, a careful step-by-step, -step, um, you know, identification process in terms of what they're doing. But install independence for the user. Just make sure you're sitting on that, your, that their side of the desk, you're looking at your company through their lens, and ask yourself, 
is this process going to be an independent process for them? Are they going to need to chat with us? Are they going to need to do this or that? No, they're not. They're going to be able to do this um, regardless of a chat. I know what it was. I had to install a driver the other day. I don't mean to digress. I apologize. But I had to install a driver the other day uh, for one of my printers. And when I went on to the site to grab the driver, it was very confusing because there was no um, there was no instructions to uninstall what I had. There was, which really might not have to be there, but but certainly there was no instructions to delineate the software between the driver. And actually, what I learned through you know stumbling through this and this this whole process took me hours that I had to really I had to install software and I had to install the driver. But it was very cumbersome, very difficult, and to this day. It's supposed to be a wireless printer, and I cannot get it to function wirelessly. It's functioning right now with a USB cable. So it's not even functioning the way I had it set up. And why did I even have to do this? Because I switched providers. My internet no longer comes from AT&T. It comes from Spectrum. And, you know, this turned into a huge labor-intensive process, and I still don't have what I want. The instructions were not clear. The chat room instructions, options were not clear. And I kept telling them that. So again, and not to belabor it, but you know, it's a real life recent experience. You want to make sure that you, if you really want to streamline the process for the customer, install clear instructions, install step-by-step -step process, install independence for the user, eliminate questions. Ask yourself the questions a customer would ask and knock them out. I mean, get rid of them style your process to a degree that you're eradicating all necessary questions because you want to keep that independence going. You don't want to have to have build in this dependence with a chat room or call in customer service or whatever. So just make sure that you've got everything, you know, built in there and eliminate the questions. How do you eliminate them? By asking yourself, you know enough about your company, ask yourself the questions you think a customer would ask and boom, you're going to get, uh, you're going to get a nice whittled down uh, set of instructions and then eliminate any issues that would stall the person. Um, you know, if, if they hit a button and it takes 10 seconds for that button to, to take you to the next level, you know what? Put it takes 10 seconds in there. Let them know that they're, you know, because what happens, a lot of people, you know, oh, this isn't working quick enough. My, you know, let me go hit the button. And, and then they mess up the cadence. They mess up the step-by-step -step process. It doesn't save what you've already done. Next thing you know, this person's got to go back to square one. So to avoid that. Just make sure um, you eliminate any stalls. But if the stalls are there and they're necessary, tell the customer, hey, this may take two minutes. It may take 30 seconds. It may take 10 seconds. Hang tight, buddy. Grab a, grab a sip of coffee and, you know, we'll be right with you, right? So just something easy like that. Now, respect the who. Such a big thing. Go back to identify who, right? Hold on one second. I need that little shot of coffee. Oh, yeah, what do you do? But, uh, hey, so when you go back and you respect the who, what do, you, what do I mean by that? Remember that weight-bearing load podcast we did, episode 81? Man, think about who you're asking to do what. Keep looking at that. Keep building in the respect for, for ease, for user-friendly, for not making the customer do a lot of the work. Again, if you're going to send them an Excel price sheet like we talked about in episode, episode 81, man, make sure it's, it, it's got filters in there where they can easily filter it. Make sure you don't have any separator lines in there. 
right? Make sure it's formatted where if they print it, it's not gonna be 66 pages all whacked out, but it's gonna be nine pages all nicely formatted. You take care of that formatting up front. Don't let them do it. So again, these are some of the things. Keep revising the mechanics to keep speaking to the ease and to be, keep speaking to, the, to the, what you're trying to do and, and make that task respectful, again, of, of who you're doing. And this, you know, I mean, the bottom line is, you want your customers to go, hey, Jeff, that was so easy to do what you asked me to do. That was so easy to order that canvas. I'll probably never go to another canvas company. And if you guys see how many of these things I have, they're, uh, you know, they're probably like, hey, who is this guy Mason out there in Missouri? You know, he's, uh, he's, he's popping a lot of $37 purchases on us. So, you know, uh, just again, it, it's, um, it's one of these things that, uh, uh, you know, it's easy to do, but it's hard for some people to figure out how to do it. I'm just saying, if you want a method, if you want to really think about it, take the task challenge, ISR, identify, streamline, and respect who you're asking to eventually do what you want them to do. So um, anyway, I hope that makes sense. Uh, love these challenges. Uh, you know, again, you, so many smart people out there, so many people way more successful than me. I'm talking to anybody who's willing to want to uh Revise the way they do business and do it in a way that enhances that experience. You want to make that experience better for the customer because that is the frontier we are in right now. Believe it or not, we are in that. And if you don't think that, you're not looking at what ha what's happening around all of us. But, you know, if we just, um, if we look at even the political genre uh, of 2016 through 2020, it was, you know, it wasn't so much fact and it wasn't so much um, policy, but it was, we don't like the feeling we get from Orange Man. We don't like what's happening. We don't like how he's doing it. Again, so, you know... <laughs> You set policy aside, America set policy aside in many cases, and went for the experience. Well, that's the realm we live in in business. It's the experience now. It's the emotion. Fact is replaced by emotion. Emotion is driven, you know, it, it works hand in hand with the perception. And if they perceive us to be a user-friendly, easy company, they will do more transactions with us. They will tell more people about us. And they will avoid that silent business killer strike, right? That's what we want to get. That's what we're trying to avoid is that strike where somebody says, oh, whatever you do, don't use that uh, company Mason runs. It's, it's a mess out there. We, want, we took the kids there and it was just horrible. You don't want that behind your back sinking your business. So again, SBK, silent business killers in the book as well. 1895, Amazon, you can get it through our website as well. So let's talk about lost in the shuffle tracks. Oh my gosh, I love this guy, Dave Mason. Now, do I love him because uh, we have the same last name? No. If you know anything about my top five bands, we covered uh, one of my top five bands last week in Dave Clark Five. Well, I love Traffic, my second favorite band next to, next to the Allman Brothers. Traffic, Steve Winwood, uh, Dave Mason was in Traffic on the original lineup. And, you know, I got to tell you, I just love this guy. He really brings it. And uh, what do we have in common? Well, um, we do have in common uh, one thing, and that is that uh, I came back from a Dave Mason concert uh, in 1978, got in a car accident, and I have five fake teeth 
to this day because uh, of a Dave Mason concert. Not he didn't do it, but you know, I was coming back from it. You know, back then we we were you know we engaged in probably you know a couple things we shouldn't have engaged in. And next thing you know, we hit a telephone pole, and I got lurched out of my seat, and boom, into the windshield, ate a windshield in my head. Third time I did that, by the way, as a youngster. But uh, so I lost five teeth in the process. So. Any rate, uh, but I love this tune, Only You Know and I Know. And it is from his first solo album, and that album is Alone Together. And this is a classic. I know it's not really a Lost in the Shuffle track because it is out there and it's large and in charge, but man, it's just such, such a great tune. First album, 1970. Enjoy it. Only You Know and I Know, Dave Mason, Alone Together. Guys, again, it's all about the new frontier. So as we wind down this episode, just please, I encourage you to remember that if you can improve the how you do business, big H how, you will prove the results. And don't forget, please, 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 don't forget, do your own research. Do your own research. Um, Do not end up watching live uh, cable news, uh, TV, and and, and regular news. Turn it off. Turn a podcast on, man. Be a truth teller. Open your Bible. Pray. And above all, love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And we will see you in 168 hours.